0: Welcome to the One Speed MMA podcast Mm -hmm. with Flying Smitty, Carson Wood. And our guest here today. You want to introduce yourself, guest? Uh, yeah. Uh,
1: my name's Sean Smith. I'm uh, uh, the second guest on Carson's show. <laughs> uh, the second Smith and guest, third, guest actually. host.
2: Third. Travis <laughs> oh, nice. Jordan. You're
0: Jordan. the third Smith,
1: yeah. No, well, I, oh, I mean the fourth, because isn't is Justin
0: a, a, a yeah. consistent guest on your show, Carson?
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. Justin always comes on, even like when
0: he's not invited. I, yeah, I really appreciate <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I just show up on Sunday and wait here until he finally realizes that we're going to be podcasting. I employ yeah. him
2: to do everything as far as like, with social media. Media and pretty yeah. much everything, and then he just keeps coming. I made him
0: miss his poor niece's birthday today. That's how terrible of a person I am. I, I didn't know what was happening either, so it's <laughs> not really your fault. It's 100% my fault. Yeah, you deleted my text that I apparently got. Yes, yes, I did. Rude. Um, let's talk about the most important thing right now in MMA news that John Fitch is now a world champion.
2: <laughs> you went through good bit. old John. <laughs> I thought we were going to talk about the other John, not John Fitch,
0: John Jones, John. Jo- we were going to talk about that too, but he uh, won a WSOF belt last night. um Speaking of John Fitch, we're talking about unions as well. So lots of Johns. John Fitch will come into play again today, even though really he he won a belt in the WSOF, which means peanuts. um No, I mean it's good. He's the top of that promotion. Yeah. Uh, apparently he won by decision. The whole card wasn't very good. How
2: are you doing the volleyball tournament on the other side of the gym?
0: <laughs> I, I heard that the uh, girls' high school team, the home team, won twenty-one um, fifteen. <laughs> big game. There's Did you see that? Match. Did you see no, that, Sean? The pictures. Uh, I haven't out. seen it yet. I, I heard you guys talking about it on on yeah, uh, they, your show. <laughs> they, they rented out a community center. At the it was like, like two hundred
2: and fifty bucks, right, or something like that. No, I was see, like yeah, seven
0: hundred to rent the entire thing. <laughs> And, there was... and people were taking pictures from across the volleyball court of the lights coming down over the the stadium. And apparently afterwards, they even used it to film a Jean-Claude Van Damme fight scene. So they really got their money out of that, that event. Very good. It I was a good event. Ask. It was a good event, too. Apparently last night, I didn't watch it. I tried to look up the highlights. A bunch of five-round fights. I did watch the victory fight circuit or league championship. <laughs> there it is. VFC. Um, a lot of really good fights, but I feel like they were kind of. I said set up accidentally, but they were booked where there was a lot of like 15 and 11 fighters fighting a lot of like 6 and 2 fighters that were coming up. And everyone walking in, you could tell, was going to win based on their record, other than the, the main event, which ended kind of interesting. Cochrane ended up on his back and just getting pummeled by this big Brazilian dude. So, anyway, continuing from that, we got big news on John Jones.
2: Yeah, he's. Uh... Doesn't have an opponent right now.
0: No, uh, no, no they do. No, no he, he does. Just, oh, did, did they yeah. actually announce OSP. OSP? As far as I understand, that's official.
2: St. Prue? Yeah. Pro. I can't. Remember. OSP is what his name needs to be. That's what he needs to be known no. as. It is OSP. I they, know.
0: They call him OSP. I
2: know because I can't pronounce his name.
0: I actually thought he was from Montreal, and then I found out he was from the south of the United States, and felt really dumb. Louisiana, right? Uh-huh. He's a Cajun. Yeah, and I thought I thought he trained at TriStar, and so I just thought he was from mm-hmm. Montreal, and I was very incorrect on that. Didn't I, he oh,
1: go ahead? No, sorry. I was going to
2: say I was going to make that same assumption. Honestly, didn't he play college football at LSU? He's a He may have. have I don't know. I don't have my
1: computer. right now. Yeah, I'm almost positive he's one of the the past college. Either he played football at LSU or he wrestled with LSU. I'm almost positive he's an LSU tiger.
0: Yeah, him. He must be really good friends with uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, they're best friends. Him and Shaq Mm -hmm. and uh, Aaron Carter. And Aaron Carter, Aaron Carter beat Shaq.
1: He beat him at his house at his house party. Yeah. I'm, Good thing he cleared that out before his parents got home.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. That's yeah. exactly right. So OSP. So John Jones in the news a lot. Um, we had Sean on to to discuss some of this. He just was back in jail for, for probation violation. And a lot of people didn't understand how he... They just figured that him getting five tickets is what actually broke his probation. But what actually happened?
1: So first off... Uh, I want to thank you guys for letting me come on the show. I didn't get that out. and You guys are seriously doing you're doing a very, very good job. Bless you. So, I don't mean to
0: toot my own horn, but you get, You
1: are. Well, mostly Carson. This is directed towards you. You're doing a great job. <laughs> Justin. you. are for... you're, you're maintaining the status quo. Uh, no, I'm proud of Justin. He's doing a good job. I don't job. research
0: anything. I just come in and just go off the cuff. Well, no, you guys know your stuff. That's the problem. So I always get worried being a
1: lawyer. You never want to show up underprepared. So I did a lot of research, and in my research helped me to realize when we talk about unions that I give Justin such a hard time about always that I have no idea what I'm talking about there either. So we're going to talk about that, uh, or hopefully talk a little bit, and that'll make sense. All the economists are going to get mad at me because I'm going to do a lot of incorrect statements. But with John Jones himself, so I actually listened after this got brought up that there was a probation violation. I went back to the original sentencing because in the original sentencing – Being a criminal defense attorney, you hear exactly what their probation is. His was very unique. They did try to keep a lot of it uh, at the sentencing under wraps, or they didn't want the public to know too much about it, it sounded like.
0: This is the original sentencing where he got in the car wreck with the pregnant woman, broke her arm, and then ended up running off.
1: That's exactly right. So at this sentencing, I won't go too much in-depth on my dislike or like for John Jones. I don't know how in-depth I can get, but I... Being a participant in hundreds of sentencings, because of the firm that I work for, we have our public defender contract. So a couple days a week, we are just in there doing sentencings for multiple people. You learn a lot about people. You learn a lot about the way they say things, the way they're doing things while they're drinking energy drinks for a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Their type of character. So when I was listening to John Jones, uh, one thing stood out. So the judge was giving the sentence. They are trying to explain... So for sentencing, how it goes, and I'll be very brief on this one, what happens is you go there, you've already pled most of the time, so you already know exactly what you're pleading to. Mm -hmm. They set up a separate date for sentencing on that plea that you just already entered months before, sometimes a month before, a week before, sometimes they do same day. This one was before. They were there solely for sentencing. So the defense attorney always has the first crack at it, and they explain everything that they think should happen. The prosecutor and the defense attorney have already spoken most of the time, they already know what both sides are going to say, so the defense attorney tries to preempt anything the prosecutor's about to say. In that, then they let the, after the defense attorney explained everything about John Jones, who he was, his ties to the community, what he'll lose if they give him jail time, what he'll lose if they are too strict with, with certain uh, terms of probation, and then the prosecutor spoke up. The prosecutor didn't say a whole lot. When the judge spoke up, you learned a lot about John Jones. So the judge was talking to John Jones and said, so you are a heavyweight champion or something? And John Jones corrected the judge and said, nine time." light heavyweight champion (laughs) of the world. And it right there made me... He should get it right. Oh, I'll bet his attorney, because I just pictured myself being in that spot of the attorney. Just cringing. Just cringing, saying, just stop Maybe he was
0: doing an old nine-time, nine-time, nine-time champion of the world.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I think he, he... So it really, for real, it went to show that John Jones... I felt, felt that John Jones still thinks he's above the law. So who knows what happened in this new charge or the new incident with police officers but i know he had some terms for the honesty directed at the honesty of the officer calling him an, an effing liar on film uh, you, whether the, the cop had issues or there's discrimination or not john jones knows every time we get repeat offenders which we do as defense attorneys you have your clients come back in because they did something all the time that's why you have a retainer That's why you have a retainer, or especially with our public defender contracts. I mean, there's names that will come back over and over and over again, and you just shake your head and talk to them, and you let them know if this ever happens again, if you ever run into police or anything. You just need to be polite. You need to listen to what's being said, and then, then we'll take care of the rest. John Jones didn't do that. I don't know. Anyways, but the terms of his probation to go back on the sentencing, they didn't really announce that much. What they announced is that he'd be on probation, I think it was 18 months and then they said, you'll work with this agency, a probation agency, which is common in Utah. The probation agency will do an interview, an evaluation, and then they have terms that you have to live up to. They'll enter that to the court, and the court will read it, and that's how they did it there.
0: How much do the, the, the people that set up the probation terms have to do with either the defense or the prosecution? nothing they're a third party
1: they're a third party entity yeah well in utah and again i need to state this i'm only licensed to practice in utah so i'm not giving legal advice in new mexico <laughs> nor am i giving legal advice in utah so that is something very important we're but, speculating we're yeah, looking
2: we're, we're educated yeah, this guesses is, spe- yeah, this and is speculation yeah. if
0: this were to, if this were to happen yeah then yeah so i'm doing a lot of utah theory, comparisons
1: yeah. and, and every state's a little bit different So so as
0: a as a lawyer Um, so obviously he just got pulled over for street racing. He has all of these, um, issues that he's having and he says, I didn't do this. Um, in the video that he shows, he actually looks at the cop and says, is your body camera on? And the cop says, yes, it is. And then he looks right at the the camera and says, I didn't do this. I didn't do this. And then all of a sudden he loses his cool. So as a lawyer, if you would say you were representing a, a client of that sort, that made sure that, that he was being recorded, and then still lost his cool. But- yeah, so we don't
1: like the thing is is for defense attorneys. The body cam for us is is more for the police officer, not our clients. Clients very rarely act come out on in, top. Come out on top <laughs> with that a- exactly. Act the way they should act, and that, and we would have knowing my firm. If a client did that, we would have sat him down and and gave him the the lecture of what were you thinking as soon as you knew the body cam was on you should have stayed calm you well before you even knew there was a body cam involved you need to stay calm polite collect because there's public there sounds like he was revving his uh, allegedly he was revving his engine to say hi to fans right when you're that big of a person even if the cops didn't have the body cam on somebody's gonna have a camera on so you which is
0: weird because nobody's come forward none of those fans that supposedly were there have come out and been like hey that was me and this is actually what happened.
1: Yeah. So the body cam for us, which is weird, the body cam for defense attorney is more to look at the actions of the police officer because we almost are always cringing through the actions of our clients. And we're just seeing if the officers match their intensity or match their uh, emotional uh, output. Uh, output. Yeah, doing the same thing because cops need to stay calm and collected at the same time. Do you think, also.
0: Do you think his defense really cares what he does? Do you think that they're there just to be like, cool, you can do whatever you want where your lawyers will take care of it? Mm -hmm. Or do you think they actually sit them down and like, hey, man, you're eventually going to end up in jail?
1: They, oh no! if they're good attorneys, they'll sit him down and they will let him know, hey, man, you are eventually going to end up in jail. Not just his attorneys. His agent should be there. His manager his should be there. His the coaches should be there.
2: They're not just there for defense. They're also there for counsel. Exactly.
1: Yep. Well, you have to realize there's a lot of – he's a cash cow. Whether he mm-hmm. wants he, – he knows he is and that's why he acts the way he does and he's been fed that. But as an attorney, you need to sit him down and let him know – What's going to end up happening is this transfer of money from your manager and your agent is going to transfer to us. Cool, we can do that. We'll take your money all day long. However, John Jones, as you're an attorney, we do have a duty and obligation to give a form of moral advice. And our firm that I work for, not every attorney is this way, but I love the firm I work for because we're big on saying, we never want to see you again Mm -hmm. in these situations. We don't want to make our money. We want to make our money by making sure our our clients do what's you know, do get the best possible outcome from our clients, and then people referring others to us because we did such a good job at reforming that person. So there I, I would assume and I would think he had a set a different attorney, by the way, in the probation hearing. So I don't know what's going on there. A lot of times they keep with the same attorneys. So at the sentencing, he had a, a a man and at the this last one at the probation violation hearing he had a woman. So maybe they maybe they got frustrated. frustrated. Who knows? I don't know. or he couldn't go. So going
0: back, so he didn't break probation by getting those five tickets. How did he actually end up breaking probation? Yeah. So and and end up in jail.
1: Yeah. Every probation, the terms are different, especially in John Jones. But most of the time, rarely is it a probation violation to get a traffic ticket. So unless drag racing is more than a traffic ticket, which it could be, it wouldn't technically in Utah typically be a uh, violation of probation. And his attorney, the prosecuting attorney in the video that I watched, stated that he violated probation for not contacting them. I think it was within 24 hours as per terms of the probation agreement. So John Jones violated probation. I mean, if there, there may be a charge that will ultimately, if he lost the charge and was convicted, will be also a violation. But new charges are rarely a violation of probation unless you are convicted on those because there are times when you will be charged for something you did not do and why should that be a probation violation if you really didn't do it so in this case right now they put him on the radar that he had these charges but the real violation that they stated in court was for not contacting the probation couple, agency
2: couple questions so on do you think that he just didn't remember or know that he needed to contact them within That's 24 what I was just hours ask. and on top of that like where he was trying to contact his lawyer right off the get go if he didn't do that
0: within, because I mean, they would have known. They would have said, "Listen, you need to get into oh, your probation immediately." He went on Ariel Hawani. I mean, Ariel Hawani. He should have had but a lawyer be like, "Hey, you need to call your probation officer right now." And twenty-four hours pass, or whatever amount of time in Albuquerque. Anyway, sorry, but
2: no, that was that was pretty much it. Is uh, did do you think that he just again didn't follow up with his lawyer? Because I can only imagine his lawyer would have said, "Call the probation." Uh, Uh, Right now, the appropriation agency And and clarify everything with them
1: Oh, the lawyer And this is pure speculation Yeah, yeah, we don't know I'm just just wondering wondering. But if if it it were my client I would call probation As soon as John Jones called me I'd say, stay Get to my office now I'm calling probation right now Because you never want to put Certain things into the hands of your Mm -hmm. clients Because you don't know What the clients say However, I would be shocked if the attorneys didn't sit down with John Jones after going to that probation interview and getting the terms of probation and laying out, if this happens, you have to do this. Stay away from this place. Stay away from this place. If you run into cops at all, call us or call – You have, we have to remedy it. So I, I wondered what, why I he didn't be
0: like, hey, here's my attorney. Like – I'm not going to say anything. Give me your tickets. Here's my attorney's That's number.
1: another thing. Is I, I We tell clients all the time, and uh, prosecutors and cops probably hate this, but from here on out, if you do run into cops, if you do, I'm not saying you did something wrong at this moment. We don't know, but you let them know you have a constitutional right to an attorney, and you tell them that. You may go to jail for the night. John Jones, or tell them, That's you right may go today, to jail yeah. for that night because if you don't talk to the police, then they're got, all they need is probable cause to arrest, and there's enough probable cost to arrest you may go to jail that night, but it makes our job easier and your life easier or better if you just let us look into it and do the talking for you. So pretty, I'm
2: pretty much everything that I've always heard it's like regardless, I mean if I mean if it's just like a normal traffic stop, obviously not, but like if there's any other like allegations or anything, like never talk to the cops, just be like, I, I respect what you're doing, but I'm not gonna talk to anybody without my lawyer. And regardless of if you're in the wrong right or whatever but like just it just everything goes a lot smoothly for your defense and everything if you let all of that just be taken care of by your team
0: one of the most interesting things i think is what two weeks ago or two weeks prior to this incident he was pulled over for speeding going like 75 and a 35 and you the the difference in police officer is not mind-boggling but i think the first officer is what john jones is more used to i mean even coming from a small town where basketball was kind of big, I remember one of your buddies said he got pulled over and he had marijuana on him, and the cop told him to go home and flush it down the toilet. He, I mean, he didn't even prosecute. And this is before marijuana was even like a, a big national debate. This was 20 years ago almost. And so it's interesting to me that the first cop was like, all right, Mr. Jones, and like you could tell he knew exactly who he was, and he was like, you don't have your license, you don't have your registration, you don't have any of this. I'm going to have to spot you with it, but just get it in and, and drive home safely, okay? And then the next cop was like, oh, Mr. Jonathan Jones. And it sounded like yeah. you could still tell that he knew who he was, but it was a whole different, like, you're not going to get away with this anymore. So you wonder how many times he gets pulled over or how many times he's somewhere and has to deal with the cops. The cops are just like, go, go home.
1: Oh, yeah. I agree. I think that happens more. I've, uh, was there, uh, what was it called, Player X back in the day on – uh, what was the magazine? Sports Illustrated? They'd have a player X.
0: ESPN. Yeah, or is it ESPN? It was I it the ESPN player Magazine. X.
1: And I, I vaguely remember, maybe it wasn't in that, I read it, this years ago, where they talked about they'd get pulled over all the time and get and the cops just said, get out of here, you wily coyote. You know, because they were fans of the Dolphins or they're fans of whoever it was at the time. I bet you it happens quite a bit with John Jones. But however, the the problem with John Jones, and this is what I – you bring up a really good point, Justin. The reason why is if I was his attorney, I would sit him down yeah. and talk with him is because, John Jones, you're past that point now. You are now to the point where there are a large group of police officers that think you got out of a lot of trouble already with what you're doing. I mean the normal terms of probation for somebody with a fourth-degree felony in New Mexico I'm sure are a lot more strict than what John Jones was get, able to get. So you got a, a lot of police officers that that are already angry at the fact that he got off. You have a lot of probably prosecutors and judges that are that are not happy with the way he was able to kind of wiggle his way out. Not and he didn't wiggle his way out because he still has obviously. Some terms that he has to live up to and that's what he did. But I mean if
2: you're looking if you're speculating from what they're thinking anyways. Like and that's probably what they see it as. Like you did wiggle your way out of it. You should have gotten more for it.
1: It, Yeah. So I would tell them, hey, they're looking for you. You're gonna have some cops that will leave you alone, but you're gonna have a lot more now that are wanting you to burn and are waiting, just waiting for that moment for you to get pulled. Maybe that cup who knows? Maybe that cop wasn't even that showed up second, wasn't even in that jurisdiction as soon as it came up, John Jones, he thought, There there's here's my chance. Let's go, let's go Let's go be a part of this to to right some wrongs that I think happened and I don't know. You never know.
2: As far as the actual incident on this one, um, it, it, again, we're all, we're speculating. You don't, you're not uh, licensed to practice in New Mexico or anything, but as far as like a defense go, like for him, if you did hear that he got drag racing but he didn't actually get cited for speeding, what, what would the defense be like on that? Because like as a lawyer, do you look at that and be like, well,
0: he wasn't drag racing. Could you he get didn't even like get- an entrapment? Like he obviously didn't yeah. Anyway. So
1: entrapment, entrapment, no, because entrapment means the cops are the cops put you in a situation, or or government official put you in a situation that you would not have already been in if not for their actions. So, like a sting, like a, well, more than a sting. So a sting, if if you sell drugs – if you go to a guy on the street and say, hey, can I buy some drugs? I mean, that's a sting type of, and they can or give you drugs, and that's not entrapment. No. But if you were to, for example. Um, upload child pornography on a computer, somebody's computer, and then put a camera somewhere in somebody's house. And the guy comes in and starts looking at his computer. You know, and he's thinking, "What is this?" Like planting then, drugs. I mean, this is somebody's house or yeah.
0: planting drugs. But planting—yeah, that's what anymore. happened to Jared still... Fogle. I heard he didn't do anything. <laughs> or or, or... <laughs> he was just there, and the camera happened to be there in his house. Well, you, it, so basically, yeah. Well,
1: I mean, that was a drastic uh, example too on my part to upload it yourself because that's—I don't mean planting drugs. I, what I was meaning is if they start now now for the first time looking at their computer and now looking through child pornography that it, where a government official set that up to just already be there and now they're in a way kind of participating in it they were entrapped that's a that's a that's a, a weird example, uh, and there's and there's a lot of different uh, variables that people can say. Well, what about this? What about this? But basically, in a nutshell, entrapment is only if you set them up in a position. If a government official puts you in a position that you would not. There's have, an
2: imposition of will from the government. Exactly, it's you have not no
1: will. Yeah, your willpower is gone. Exactly. Hmm. And then, sounds like
0: politics. So back, yeah, so back
1: to I tried Carson. Back to your question, I tried looking up the New Mexico code. Because even though I'm not licensed in New Mexico, all all laws basically read the same, both federal and state. You can get them up. Utah's really good at keeping their code, their statutes online, yeah, the I've, public.
2: We're one of the only uh, states that actually has everything public, right? Exactly. New Mexico doesn't. One of my friends it. was uh, did auto insurance, and he was like, he's like, I don't know why people aren't more educated in Utah on the law. We're one of the only states that actually gives full access to everything. Exactly
1: exactly so with new mexico i wish i could tell you carson if speeding's even an element of drag racing i don't know if it is maybe it's uh the velo- or the, the the velocity that's I, a term mm-hmm. of yeah. coming off the line mm-hmm. I, I think
0: in a lot of different you know working for ea games where we put out need for speed let's just plug that <laughs> real quick in the game you either rev your engine and yeah, when, a when mic, do the cops start following you or you for speed. or you flash when you're speeding And really for anything, if they see your car, they get you. But no, but in this, so there's actually two things that they do. So they, if you flash your lights at somebody on the freeway, that's supposed to mean like, oh, hey, we're going to race. Or if you actually rev your engine next to somebody, it means the exact same thing. So in that district, they may have passed laws against, against, um, drag racing. And those might've been entitled by, hey, this is, if you rev your engine, because, So many people have done this to do drag racing. This is now part of the criteria to be pulled over for this. That might have been what happened. That's fair enough. I
2: just feel like that's not a criminal act, though. I I didn't think... In my head, like I didn't think you could ping somebody just for either of those things. I would... And again, it sounded
0: like five tickets. I mean, he wanted to give him get him. No, no, I to know. Stick.
2: You know, you're right. He did. I was just wondering, like, is he did what he did? But now at this point, if like an attorney was to come up, if do we know like what kind of defense they would take? And like Sean said, you know, we don't know the statutes in New Mexico and what the law entails on actually defining drag racing. But
1: uh, as we speak, I'm looking up Utah's to see what it, to read off Utah's law.
0: So while he's looking that up, I have a funny story. Tell him about it. So you remember how? So everyone always has their opinions, and they're like, well, why would he rub his engine? Why would he do these things? And last time, everyone was like, well, why wouldn't he have his license, registration, and insurance? And both of us were like, actually, we've been in that same situation. Me we,
2: multiple times. Yeah,
0: where we didn't have our license, registration, <laughs> and the cops or insurance. Were sweethearts to me. Yeah, exactly. Um, All of them. Well, when I was 17, I, I know this because the ticket I got was curfew. We went down to – so we live still where there's a city, and then there's a farmland. So we decided to go – street race i think it was like a honda sonata and some other like a uh
2: your typical Toyota, street racing cars. yeah yeah
0: yeah your high school street Toyota racing Corolla cars, and a something like that
2: nissan Altima. and
0: we did it it was more just funny so we all went out there and we decided to street race so the cops show up because there's these two ridiculous cars street racing he hit everybody with curfew other than the two people that were over 18 at the actual little event and then told all of us to go home so for all those people who are like, why is he drag racing? Or what is this? Who's stupid enough to do something like that? Once again, one of us falls into the category of having been... Now, kid, I was 17 at the time. But nonetheless, there are people that do things like this. I mean, it does happen. And I, I we've been passed twice on the freeway. Yeah, I don't think people are people upset speeding. with
2: the fact that somebody
0: does it. They're upset with the fact that... No, there's you... plenty of people that are upset with like the fact that he even... No. They're yeah, upset yeah.
2: with the fact that he's in the position that he is and it's like common sense dictates like don't even mess with that kind of stuff yeah. right now yeah, 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 like yeah. just there's other places to be ridiculous you, you can still go clubbing and do drugs I know he says he's been sober for six months congratulations to him on that like honestly um, but there's still you're not even done yet with that like there's other things that you can do how do anything that- with traffic violations just don't put yourself in that situation how do you, you not
0: like. speed in a Ferrari though. I mean, go get a different Wait, car. Was he speeding? But no, no. Apparently, he wasn't speeding, but he did rev his was engine. Was he cited for speed? He cited no, he lives. wasn't that was, cited that for speeding. Was, that's why
2: I was saying, like, on the defense side, because yeah. he he's like, it's gonna. I don't understand how I could be cited for drag racing, but not for speeding. I he never got, went over thirty five. He,
0: he got reckless endangerment. He got uh, street racing, and he got noise violation, noise for, violation for his engine. Noise violation for his engine. He got uh, that his his uh, his, his license mm. was covered up. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So this and is proper paperwork too, yeah, yeah. with his registration.
1: I, I pulled up Utahs because I agree with you, Carson. Because I was trying to think how there has to be something more than revving your engine to to show your our exhibition driving, as they put it here, speed contest or exhibition on highway mm-hmm. is what it says here. So in Utah, they have an indicator that shows you're doing it. And that is placing barricades or obstructions okay. on the highway or wherever you're at, it looks like, to show you're doing an actual ex- exhibition. So you're setting up your own racetrack. So having a girl talk, there with
0: a rag and then she yeah, drops yeah. it. Yeah,
1: and, and then getting <laughs> as close to the edge of a
0: cliff as you can. Yeah, stop yeah it
1: and all this, the scenes yeah. we've all seen yeah. on all the fast and yeah. Furious. Yeah. That's yeah. why John Jones must have created a rec- been reckless by jumping out of his car right before yeah. the cliff. Or, but, or having
0: or having a, a pretty girl wave a, a flag that, yeah. that, that that's they going yeah, to that yeah, That's the race. indicator
2: in the law as well, if there's a pretty girl with short
0: shorts shorts and a yeah, handkerchief yeah. waving a flag yeah, yeah.
1: then then that's a hundred and that's probably what
0: they're gonna present i, I heard he trial. actually was heard yelling out the window this is for pink slips yeah. before he he, he yeah. accelerated yeah
2: he's also recorded saying i don't care if you win by an inch or a mile winnings winning yeah.
0: exactly <laughs> yeah.
2: Vin Diesel is exactly.
0: actually in the other car in the 1970s that muscle the, car uh, next That's so, actually yeah.
1: probably in the statute, too. If Vin Diesel is in another <laughs> Vin car. Vin Diesel's on. It's 100% sure. If, if, he's, 100%, if you are
0: within 500 yeah. feet of Vin Diesel, and you are drag racing. You are drag there's racing. A car there,
1: you're, <laughs> you're getting that ticket. So his defense is, but, but I do remember in this probation, I mean, this is the, the dog and pony show we put on as defense attorneys, anyways, is that my firm, we yell at our clients, and then when we get in front of the judge, we are very firm and adamant that our client, you know, if, if depending, I guess it's different for every client, but she, his attorney, I forget her name for John Jones did say, we will challenge these charges and believe we will prove they did not occur. And if it's just revving his engine, and I know New Mexico's uh, statute, I don't know what it is, but if it was in Utah, I mean, I would tell my client, you're an idiot. Uh, why are we even in this situation? Don't, showboat period because it draws attention you do not want attention in any matter but and that's I what, see what your argument is that's Did what you-
0: happened and remember the titans and he got in a car wreck yep. and he got paralyzed from the waist yeah. down yeah
1: yeah left side because the all, side. all <laughs> he was
0: trying to do was show some love to his fans in the store by revving his engine exactly. and speeding up reckless that's and what
1: – they're just trying to prevent his – yeah. And that may be what the prosecutor presents uh, in his evidence is <laughs> that scene. Gary He's going to show the member
0: of the Titans and the jury's going to be pretty teary-eyed. So They've John all seen it five
2: times in high school. They don't yeah. need to see it again. On the <laughs> so,
0: sociology, Coach Moss's class, yeah. Coach uh, Hunt's class. Who yeah, else did we yeah. have?
2: Check it for – yeah, anyways. Yeah. So
1: and, uh, uh, he, even if he beats that one though, he may – the noise ordinance is the one that might be the hardest –
2: the burden's be, on the police to prove that that did, in fact, happen, on the, right? On
1: the state, the prosecutors, the pros- yeah. Okay. So the prosecutors have to prove that. The So as a defense attorney, you always go straight to the statute, look at the elements, and then list, read the police report and see, does this make sense? Does it make sense? And it sounds like that cop got mad at John Jones and hit him for everything. Problem is, is some of those probably will stick, but you typically, normal traffic violations in Utah, and this is speculation with him, don't affect your probation. It's only something... So their classifications of laws are different in New Mexico. Here we have Class C's, misdemeanors, which are mostly like disorderly conducts and traffic tickets, and Class B's, which are now you're getting into a realm where you'll violate probation, which are simple assaults, uh, intoxication, some DUIs. Suge Knight stuff, Su- Su- yeah, yeah. Yeah. running Su- people over with oh, your yeah. vehicle. Yeah, Suge Knight, the uh, ve- vehicular, vehicular, <laughs> vehicular. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I manslaughter. It. manslaughter, yeah, those things get in a little bit more, but that's exactly, so I think he's probably, unless that's more, and I don't know, I'd have to see the terms of his probation, but he probably will be fine, it looks like they're hitting him more for the fact that he didn't, well, and uh, actually, traffic violations, knowing what the original charge and conviction was, was a traffic violation, type or a uh, car related incident they may be even more strict with them with traffic violations so it could I have no idea. I wish I could get these documents and just say exactly what I what's happening off of reading them but your so
2: initial your initial op- opinion just from an outside perspective do you think he's got a pretty good shot of at least beating the drag racing then?
1: Yeah, if it's anything like Utah statute, I he's think pretty he has far a pretty, off. yeah, if it, if he didn't set something up showing he's drag racing or if there wasn't a those type of parameters because to me it's so vague just to say if you rev your engine, everybody can rev- – some cars are just louder than others when they start off. But that's part of it
2: is like they have a noise ordinance and that was one of the things he got dinged with, right? No, was yeah. So Which they could hit the, him with that but that's not a probation. That's I not- wouldn't
0: think so. Yeah, I wouldn't so think so. I have, two, I have two questions. One, the first one is if – as a lawyer, if you have a client who then jumps on Instagram and is like, please, this isn't going to stick. This is nothing. Yeah. I'm going to be fine. I mean, where are the people sitting him down and telling him not to do that kind of stuff? Yeah. Or we, what do you think about that?
1: We call – if we ever saw that, if if our clients do those type of things. So, the the again, I love the firm I work for. Uh, Stole Craig and Bound, by the way. <laughs> uh, no. Because we are big on being respectful, being smart. So, if we hear about – I mean, in family law, we do some family law there also. And you have a lot of issues with messages on social media – We will call the clients in and we will sit them down and say, you delete this. I mean, I'm sure there's one attorney who's the one that hired me, who's one of my mentors and idols. He'll call clients in and he'll say, you have two options. You can delete this and start listening to us or there's the door. Find another attorney because we're not going to deal with this crap here. You know, we're not we're here to make your life. We're not just here to get you off getting in trouble. We're here to make sure you prove us right when we tell these prosecutors that this isn't a this isn't you, and you, you'll change your way. So I would be furious if John, Jones, if I was his attorney, got on Instagram and said, these aren't my charges. I'd, I would be furious and say, let us do the talking through the case itself. It will work itself out if it's true.
0: So a lot of other sports leagues will actually make their athletes get off of social media intentionally because it's a, a hazard to themselves, whereas the UFC actually is a big proponent of getting all of their fighters on social media. Do you, what responsibility do you think the UFC would have? And obviously, Carson, you can answer this as well. But what, yeah, what responsibility do you think the UFC has to be like? Hey, guys, it's not a responsibility. And sorry to cut you off. No, not, it's not
2: a responsibility. I wouldn't say, but it's prudent. <laughs> like, I, I don't know why you wouldn't. Um, I don't know. I feel like, and, I, and you know more about social media than I do. I, I feel like there should almost be like companies that you hire for filters
0: before they get sent out. They, they have PR companies that. A lot of times we'll do the posting for them,
2: so oh, and I knew that they had like people to post for you, but i I know that people want that hands on interaction. I wonder almost if like. You could set it up so it's like you still get to be the person that sends out the message but it goes through like a proofing process before it goes out
0: you the, the, know? coming from my point of view with this i think there's two sides i think you have the law side that's saying hey don't say anything don't do anything until we know exactly what's going on and then you have the pr side that's saying hey let's get ahead of this let's use this to actually get out in front of people and out in front of these charges to let people know that this is who you are and you you didn't do anything. They're coming to get you or whatever it is. But I, I guarantee – maybe not with John Jones, but most big athletes, they should have someone – like as stupid as it sounds, Entourage. Entourage talks about that all the time. Before Vinny Chase, the movie star, goes out and does anything, he's supposed to sit down with his PR group and figure out how it's going to – how they paint it to make him look the best even if it's a bad situation. And they should – Someone like that should have a management – John Jones should have a management company that says, if you go out and say something, avoid these words, avoid this, and make sure that you're actually cleared before you say anything. Yeah.
1: If, it's, if it has to do with his charges, I see what you're saying there. And defense attorneys, we do do that to an extent in court, right? The problem is is you're, you hit it spot on. I do not want John, John Jones behind that keyboard typing that. I want me as his attorney – Sitting down and saying, explain to me what you would want to say, and then I'm going to put in the terms that I know will not hurt you at court. If we really think this is important, because, I mean, John Jones' attorney works for him. Technically, John Jones can do whatever John Jones wants to do. And if he wants to fire his attorney for telling him otherwise, he can fire his attorney for telling him otherwise. So, but I would definitely not let John Jones be the one because I will tell you the, the world of law, especially family law, criminal law, any type of law, is an evidence grab. So you're waiting for evidence. I mean, there are prosecutors, and when I worked with civil litigation for insurance, when I was uh, an intern with a with an office, I won't say the name, but we would go access Facebook public Facebook post to see what, well, I mean, DUI is DUI. Let's access their Facebook post and they're underage. let will see how many pictures of them drinking there are on their <laughs> Facebook page. And we would almost always find something.
0: You got to follow on Snapchat. That's yeah. where all the illegal stuff goes yeah. down.
1: Yeah. We have all kinds of people come into us or prosecutors where we think we're okay. We're like, okay, our client told us this. We're, we're all right. If this is true. And then we sit down and the prosecutor says, Hey, here, here's some Facebook messages that we had the victim bring us. That here you go. Take a look at these. This is what we would be presenting. Try to trying to get into the jury. I mean, we try to fight that to keep it out. But because after the fact they went and said, "I can't believe, I can't believe you'd go to the cops when this happened. Why would you dare do this? I thought you loved me." You know, type of thing. And like, oh, okay, now you're done. Mm-hmm. This is now <laughs> now because you went on social media, you're done. So with John Jones, it better have been his attorney and not not just manager, It has to be somebody that understands the court system, knows the judge he's going to be facing, knows the prosecutor is going to be facing and then creates an apology or a keep your head up i'm going to be all right uh taking some form of accountability yes i should have kept my cool uh however i think things will turn out for the positive and you fans will see or something you know but i don't know i'd have to but
0: and he did release one of those as well Mm -hmm. but then right after he got off the charges he was like told you so well his charges
1: aren't done yet no not this one the the
0: the other tickets um one more question then we should probably move on could they subpoena – is this something big enough where they could subpoena like uh, camera footage from traffic cams and different things oh, like yeah, that? Oh, yeah. You can
1: always do that. They always will. So if there's any, any type of camera, any footage, yeah, for sure. If, there's, if there are traffic cameras in New Mexico at some of their lights, which we have here in Salt Lake, for sure. We had a case, and I won't get too much detail on this one either because it's just recently resolved. will not going to be completely resolved, but we subpoenaed cameras at hospitals. Right there's parking lot cameras that was a criminal. This is a criminal uh, defense case, and we tried to get cameras from all over. And the state provided some also uh, that were very. Uh, anyways, yeah, but there was uh yeah you anywhere you can get evidence you subpoena that evidence and if it's private it's harder to get if it's government it's really really easy to get. So it just all depends on what type of
2: evidence it is.
0: Very cool. So do you guys want to talk some fights, or do you want to get into the MMA union right now? Should we should we break up from serious subject to yeah, serious yeah, yeah, subject, yeah. or should we just no, keep we it up?
2: Sh- sh- Let's break it up a little bit, but I just want you to let you know you were right. OSB did play college football. Did he? Uh, yeah, okay. he was at uh, Tennessee Volunteers.
0: Oh, Let's actually talk. Ten- oh, LSU would not be happy, or Tennessee <laughs> would not
1: be happy with
0: what I just said then. <laughs> that is not good. Let's see who has a longer career, him or Peyton Manning.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wait,
0: in MMA or in just in general? Just in general. Oh, like, probably Peyton Manning. Yeah, He's, he's of 50
1: yeah. years old at this point. Yeah, so. and he's got like, like 20
2: years old, behind him.
0: How old is o- 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 OSP? I've he got, I've like got went to, write, to school yeah, in see. like 2004. He is 32. He was born in 1983. So wait, he's got seven uh, more he's years? He's 205. He fights out of Knoxville MMA. No, just joking. Um, he actually has a really impressive record. Um, he's beat. The only two losses he has within his last five fights are Glovia Teixeira, who fight for the, fought for the belt, and Ryan Bader, who everyone thought could fight for the belt and thought deserved a chance at, at uh, fighting Daniel Cormier. Obviously, he fought Rumble, which a lot of people felt like was kind of a setup where they threw him to the Wolves and he got crushed. Wolves. Wolves.
1: That's a that's a Smith that's problem know, right there. Yeah. <laughs> Our mother, the, the English teacher. <laughs> yeah, wolves uh, and and you always hear Smith say it's a miracle, like it's spelled with an A. Miracle. So I've
0: been no. corrected. Miracle. Enough that I try to miracle fix it. Whip. Yeah, Miracle Whip.
2: Um, how do you feel about the this fight being set up?
0: Um, I I'm one of those proponents to try and stay. Away from being like because he did this outside of fighting it should affect his his fighting so I'm really glad to see that John Jones stayed on the card. he had every reason not to. I thought it was really funny that DC didn't say anything until it it came out that he was going to stay on the card. so basically protecting himself like he could have been like, oh dang the fight's not gonna happen and he would have never said anything about his injury, which is really smart but kind of manipulative. but I'm <laughs> glad I'm glad John Jones stayed on because he needs to get back in the ring. I'm glad that he's getting a warm-up fight. And OSP I think is a worthy opponent. Uh, he's only lost a glove to Glover Teixeira. I don't see him winning, but I at least like him jumping in on short on short notice. Well, I don't.
2: What I think you don't want for if you're Daniel Cormier and he probably actually doesn't care, but me from his perspective is you don't want Jones getting a fight under his belt. You're kind of your edge uh, on yeah, that. I agree. Was you had stayed active and he's been off for a while, and like now he gets to wear off the ring rust and. I think that's more scary at this point.
0: Uh, Ivy manipulation and USANA have been in full force since the last time he's fought Mm -hmm. and so he has to fight completely different than he used to Mm -hmm.
1: so i've got to i agree with you carson if i was cromier why don't cormier cormier who's
0: also from the who's who's also a louisiana uh, isn't he
1: a uh, cajun Mm -hmm. yeah he's a cajun as well why doesn't and tell me you guys will know this more than i do why doesn't ufc take this opportunity just to cancel that card and make john jones one of the headlines on the the I don't think I know for Daniel he's not gonna want him to fight again but this is one of the to me here's one of your UFC 200 pieces that could sell big why don't they match up John Jones with Anthony Johnson I know he Anthony Johnson's hurt right now or a yeah. heavyweight why don't they put him in there right now with Alistair
0: Overeem in a, a non- because then you lose your Rotterdam card the what card he's on so. Alistair Overeem's fighting Arl- Arlovski in Rotterdam in oh, yeah. what less than two months,
1: uh, and then I saw that. But why don't I don't know. I just he's think just it, saying it's like another option. There's right? a, yeah, because what I agree with you that Connor and Diaz are not that you need something more. And to but me, you actually they
2: wanna... you actually don't. They, their card was I think either just over or just under one hundred, and their rematch I think is going to sell even better, giving more promotion. As far as why they're not, they don't just cancel 197. I think per, personally, I think that if they cancel 197, Lucky you've man. now got John Jones being responsible for two cards That's getting canceled. True. That's true. And selling tickets and trying to sell cards going forward. If anything goes wrong, wrong, John Jones is going to pull out. They've never canceled a card except for that last one, or the only one that John Jones was on, and they still need. They still need to build hype, I think, for two hundred and canceling cards I don't think's the way to do it. They need to do a one ninety seven, one ninety eight, one ninety nine, and they still need to be strong cards, and that leads into two hundred. And I think we'll see we'll see something else on there that's exciting. I think he's also sorry, really quick. You're I think he's also, oh, sorry, really no, getting, think he's also just too much of a sell to add on to 200. You know, I think they need to break all of those up a little bit. I,
0: I think at, at this point, he's almost Conor McGregor esque, where they could put anyone on there and people just want to see him fight again. It's been so long, but I mean, you look at the rest of this card, Demetrius Johnson, Henry Cejudo, that has to happen. You can't push that back. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's a title fight. Excited to be for like. that fight. I mean, you could move this to FS one, but the, they want the money. Anthony Pettis, Edson Barbosa, which is also a good fight. Um, Carla Esparza, who used to be the strawweight champion, mm-hmm. is fighting Juliana Lima. Like The under, the undercard, too, Kevin Lee, James Vick, Sergio Pettis. I mean, this card is good enough that it, they probably could have kept it a pay-per-view and been like, oh, well, we're going to get enough buys in order to get our money back. But keeping John Jones on it gets him at least another 50,000 buys. And no one cares. People didn't care that he was fighting Daniel Cormier because they thought he was going to run through him anyway and people just people just want to see John Jones fight again and they don't care who he, who he fights
1: and i agree. and i think i cancellation canceling it was a very wrong cuz mm-hmm. i didn't i shouldn't have said just cancel did. it but i mean to to change john take john jones off of that and put him on 200 but i agree you you guys have convinced me otherwise cuz that was just off the sp- uh, this morning when you brought yeah. it up, I was thinking, what mm-hmm. could they do? And I agree. Uh, you guys have already convinced me otherwise. Well, that's a bad idea the other just option, to keep them on there. The I other option like
0: was to move into Madison Square Garden. And DC didn't want that. And that most likely will, oh, will yeah, be where they happen. New York. That's
2: weird to me. That's money.
0: Oh yeah, and If I'm you're going to
2: fight him anyway. Like, it doesn't. I, don't, I feel like it doesn't matter where.
0: Why did DC not want that? Yeah,
2: I don't understand that.
0: I think it's because he called it Jones's backyard because John Jones is from, from New York. New York. Oh, I don't. I say, who cares? Like, I go go oh, you get make paid. make so much money in Madison Square Garden, and yeah. I think.
2: But well, do we know if it's in Madison Square Garden though? Is MSG been announced?
0: It's supposed to Q four around November. They're supposed to be able to solidify an MSG card. Okay, okay. I just didn't. I knew that they were had R- the green light for New York. I just didn't Rumor know. if has it, <laughs> Madison really was it. on the table. Yeah, apparently, as soon as it, it passed, they'd already been in talks with Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. They'd already they'd already had tentative dates. Where I think that they paid a deposit to keep it and then it didn't pass and so they just had to lose their deposit to Madison Square Garden. So I think Madison Square Garden is going to be really eager to work with them mm-hmm. and I think the MSG card has to be just as big as 200 or bigger than 200 in order to really work out. Mm-hmm. So
1: real quick, why uh, why did they not go after Gustafsson?
0: Gustafsson? He's... I don't know. Gustaf- uh- Gustafsson. April first, he said, April first, he said he was retiring. Did he? <laughs> April Fool's. To me, oh, yeah. He's
1: the only one that has really challenged John Jones.
0: I because I think that they're I think they're holding Rumble and I think they're holding Gustafson. I don't think that they want them to to fight anyone else. I think they understand that John Jones is going to clear that division, and the only three fights he has left are Daniel Cormier, Alexander Gustafson, and Rumble Johnson. Those are the yeah. three. Those are the three. And you could set up Gustafson number two or a Rumble Johnson number 1 in Madison Square Garden and sell a ton of tickets.
2: I just I'm kind of sick of them just trying to build up 200 though because 100 was different. It had been around since 1991. It's it was a ton leading up to it. 200 it's like we have more divisions now. You can pack it more with I, I don't know. It's it's not as big of a milestone as 100. It's a milestone. I just I don't know why they're trying to beat 100. I think they easily can, honestly. But it seems like they're messing up a lot of things just to make this bigger and better for no, re- are they going to do it again at 300 at one? Yeah. Cause eventually you're going to hit a cap and then one of the hundreds is going to be a low one and it's going to be deemed as a failure and it might yeah. be an awesome card. From, I think it's a
0: bad model from a marketing perspective. You tell people what you want. So we want 200 to be bigger. You get people that say, okay, because I support these fighters or the UFC or whatever it is, if they put someone on that card I want to watch, I will get five people over and we will watch 200. They want this to be bigger than 100. It's going to be bigger than 100. A lot of these people have already generated in their mind that they're going to buy 200 no matter what. And one of the biggest things in marketing or social media or whatever it is is you have to ask or you have to tell people. Like, Say we have a video game going on on the weekend and we're like, hey, we're going to run this and we want – a hundred thousand people to do these things Mm -hmm. those people will be like all right i want to be one of those hundred thousand people to do that Mm -hmm. and if they're like cool we, we want to beat 100 a lot of the fans will jump on board just because they want to be part of beating 100
2: i think i just think it's a lot of wasted energy as far as like a milestone where you could do you could split it up and put it in other places you could i think use that same hype more for new york like this is our last conquest in the u.s we finally did it and then eventually you could do the same thing with China. But they, didn't,
1: they didn't know, though. Or Salt Lake City. Yeah. Uh, come mm-hmm. back to Salt Lake City.
0: Yeah. We'll
2: come to Salt Lake <laughs> City. Yeah. And don't make it not on a Sunday for the first it time ever. would have been John
0: Jones, yeah. too. Or Conference Week, Don't yeah.
1: make it a Conference
0: weekend. I don't know.
2: <laughs> Justin Bieber and Rob Snyder <laughs> both sold out last night. <laughs> <laughs> it.
1: They did the same show, too, right? They performed yeah. in the yeah. same yeah. venue. Yeah, yeah.
2: Paul yeah. actually opened for both of them.
1: Great opportunity for Paul. Can we talk about how awesome Jose Aldo-Frankie Edgar fight is?
2: I'm I'm excited for it.
1: I uh, am yeah, too. I'm and excited I, and I Justin. I know, oh, I'm really two excited fight. for it. If you're going to make somebody fight, you got to make it the two that pull out of the fight. I think it's good that they both want the belt fight, but they both didn't want the belt fight. So I think it's good to say, "Oh, you want it now after the fact." How about you two fight it out and see if you both actually show up on the UFC 200? So card what, to what make do we think? Happen. What do we
0: think about it being an interim belt? That's stupid.
1: I think it's dumb too. I don't think it, I don't think it matters one way or the other. But it's just they're, a piece.
2: They're doing it to it's sell. Marketing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's to say, hey, we have more than one title fight on this card. Because when have you? First off, how long did uh, did um, shoot? I'm blanking right now.
0: Shoop, loop,
2: Connor? No, loopa uh, loopa Dominic Cruz. How long did he go before they took his belt? Two years? Yeah. A yeah. long time. So they're going six months for uh, McGregor, and he's still an active fighter. But they
0: stripped Dominic Cruz of his belt.
2: Uh, well, what was the interim then? No, I thought they did Verdun? an interim
0: first. They did an
2: interim, so and Co- then they stripped it.
1: Daniel was one. Connor was one. He was an interim belt, remember? Because yeah, Because yeah. Jose got hurt, so they just did like, okay, let's throw out. And, and yeah, like, how long was that? Because I think it, one
0: fight, it, I think, well, no. How long was no, Jose I think Aldo? His was,
2: it? I think his was two injuries, and it was almost a year.
0: Oh, Jose Aldo yeah. only fights every six to nine months, and I think he was almost out for a year and a half, and then they they did an interim belt.
2: So this one's been close to six months, but he's an active fighter. Yeah. I, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't either. It, uh, it kind of, like Diaz said, it kind of leads into his point that they are catering. They're to fairy come. dust. They're not like the belts aren't the, real. They're just,
0: they're fa- they a fairy tale. Yeah. yeah. Like they're yeah. just,
2: yeah. Fairy tale. I was thinking fairy dust.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I was yeah. listening to, I was listening to Chels and too, and he pointed <laughs> that out. He was like, there's most of the fighters that don't have belts are getting paid more than the fighters that do have belts. Mm-hmm. Not most of the fighters, but... A good number. The, the number, yeah. John Jones, Conor McGregor, who now has a belt. Um, Nick Diaz gets paid a ton. Um, yeah, there's a lot of people in those Vitor divisions. Vitor Belfort. Vitor Belfort. Leona Machida. Yeah. Um, Anderson Silva. Cain Velasquez probably gets paid a lot. I'm sure Alistair Overeem over mm-hmm. not pay quite yeah. A bit. yeah, I bet he does, too. GSP probably Big still country. gets paid all kinds GSP. of money. Yeah, Big Country doesn't make anything.
2: Well, he doesn't, but he's, he draws a lot. He draws oh, yeah, no, lot. yeah, but he doesn't get
0: paid anything. No,
2: you're right.
1: You're right. So, so you hate the Conor McGregor fight? I got no, it. no, 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 no. I don't hate it.
0: I don't understand it, and I think that Conor McGregor can get away with whatever he wants. Am I interested to see it again to see now that he doesn't gas in the first round what the differences are? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Am I interested to see Nate Diaz? The the storyline, and we as we talked about in MMA, the storyline is the most important. If Conor McGregor wouldn't have gassed in the first round by trying to knock him out, if Diaz would have had an entire training camp. There's a lot of things that can change now that can change the outcome of the fight.
2: My thing is, the storyline's kind of ruined. This is spectacle, me and Travis were arguing about this, this is a spectacle over narrative. Because they actually, with this last one where he jumped in and he beat him, you all of a sudden have an opportunity to have Connor go back and defend 145. You have Nate, He could if, if you make him an immediate title fight against RDA, and he wins that title, think of how much bigger... The whole fight the is remit. if you've got two belts for 155, Conor going for his second, Nate is the one that beat him. Like, that seems so much more epic to me than just, well, let's do it again at 170 yeah. just because. It seems like they're ruining the story. It's not line. just because,
0: it's Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor came out and but he said, I want this fight, yeah, but this fight's going to happen. just because. No, because in his mind... He lost. And now he's more fired up than ever to, to get back in there and, and win and he wants it immediately because he knows he can beat him and it was a fluke that he lost I, to him. I,
2: that's fine. I just think uh, it even if you just I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. You're good. Go uh, well I was just gonna I don't think he
1: thinks it was a fluke. I don't think Connor thinks it was a fluke. Unless he stated I think Connor thinks that Connor himself learned a valuable mm-hmm. lesson that if you do certain things, if you're not as per he learned and in I like it for a couple of reasons and this is why I like. I, I agree with you though, Carson. That they could have built it better mm. than they're building it. They should have, in reality, from money wise, they should have had Connor fight some Dos Anjos first or somebody uh, before or defended his. But the reason why I didn't want him to go to 145, and I've already said this to Justin millions of times, because I, I don't want Jose Aldo to get the belt fight. I don't want him to get the, the title fight. He backed out, and to me, Jose Aldo. If I didn't love Aldo. Our friend Aldo and Gustavo so much. I would have a lot of issues with Brazilian fighters right now. Yep, they seem like they are the biggest prima donna. I mean, he'd come in here and break my knees in a in a heartbeat, uh, and I'd take him to court. But uh, <laughs> but the, to me, they seem like that guy in high school that really did rule the roost, and everybody kind of. Agreed that he was the tough guy, and then all of a sudden, Court McGee moves. in I was going to say Court and McGee. Court <laughs> McGee moves in, and then everybody uh, is like, "Yeah, let's get this guy." And then Court McGee beats up all <laughs> of the tough guys, yeah. and you're like, "Oh, I hate this guy." And then the yeah. toughest, the guy that used to be the tough guy, is now saying, "Dude, I'd fight him again. I'd fight him again." And then you all show up to Rocket Park, and all of a sudden, your buddy doesn't show up, but Court McGee's there with one buddy that nobody's ever heard of. Exactly. Ready. what's his face? Yeah, the yeah, scariest dude yeah, ever. It, yeah, and so and everybody's like, "What the?" And then all of a sudden, you get back to school, and he's like, "Oh, I had to do this and this, but I would have killed." his ass if I would have showed up and you're like okay well then let's do it now and he let's gets do choked it now. out
0: and he gets choked out in the hall
1: yeah exactly and then and everybody just you just lose complete uh... we got to get court
0: on to tell to tell that story oh yeah court'm court,
1: court ran through the nicest guy in the world ran through now the nicest guy in the world ran through the whole freaking school man that kid that kid changed the 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 uh, what is it, The uh, food chain in and High really quickly by but, knowing
0: a little by by knowing basic jujitsu <laughs> by
1: knowing basic jujitsu and just not being scared. Yeah. Period. So I think right now Jose Aldo to me he sh- I mean you back out of a fight. I wanted
2: it for Frankie, not Jose.
1: See, Frankie, I gave Justin a hard time. Frankie, I am. This is going to sound because it's speculation. I'm not a doctor, but reading what I, I researched, I wanted to know. Okay, Frankie pulled out because he had a torn groin. And I researched it. There's the three grades: the grade one, grade two, grade three. Right? Third, the the third degree, the third grade tear is surgery. I didn't see any reports that Frankie Edgar had surgery, which would default him below what JJ Watt suffered, because JJ Watt needs surgery, right? And JJ Watt continued to play football for the whole freaking season. And I'm not saying it's smart. I'm not saying that it's smart. I'm saying there's that level of passion that if you pretend to have that passion. On Twitter and Facebook, then your actions better speak the same volume that your words do. And I don't, and I think Frankie usually did, but he was f- four weeks into his into his injury, is what they were saying, right? Yes. Yeah, so if like you it. really, in his, I read his thing and uh, his uh, statements on it saying, they say I pulled out or that I didn't take it, but I was injured. And anyways, last time when I said I wanted it, they were just using me as a leverage piece, so I knew it was fake. If you know it's fake, then say, I want the fight post it all over Twitter and say they offered me the fight, I want the fight, I want Conor McGregor, then if they back off and they say, just kidding, Nate Diaz is getting it, now you have some real argument to say, I got next then, or if they give it to you get in there and fight the Frankie Edgar I remember watching my whole life, is the guy that fought injured, that showed up I'm hoping but, he hasn't taken the prima donna and got pill. beat up for five rounds. It got yeah, beat and a, he kept
2: going. That's my problem, though. Is like, and it seems like a lot of the, in a lot of ways, Verdue kind of mimics this as well. They're two guys that have been passed up a lot by the UFC to the
0: point where they're going to fight on their terms.
2: Verdoom was cut from the UFC and clearly shouldn't have. Because then, I mean, he had a, um, some bad runs, and he learned some things that he needed to beat Fedor, and then just went on a run in the UFC. Frankie has been a company man through and through. He was told after the Chad Mendez knockout, he gets the next fight. And now he gets put on the sideline for a while. And I think, and I could be wrong, but I think his injury is legitimate because
0: he he's always down to fight, you know? And I, I it, ask a diehard ask a diehard if they know who Frankie Edgar is and they're gonna be like, Yeah, he's one of the best fighters. Ask someone that knows very little to nothing about MMA and they're gonna have no idea who Frankie Edgar I, is.
1: And I do I do think this though, I think Conor McGregor has such a psychological psychological control over other fighters. And I'm not saying he does over Frankie I think Conor McGregor... Not after a loss, though. Bought, That's when it changed. I still think it does. I still... Well, it can change to a point. I agree. And before this, it was he hadn't lost yet. I think... And I told Justin this a long time ago, and I tell everybody, the Diaz brothers are the few fighters that have zero uh, understanding of getting intimidated. They, they're not <laughs> dumb, but they are dumb. Like, they can't register it. I had a buddy in high school that had it, too, and he would put himself in situations where he should have been killed... Because he would show up, and he didn't realize I I could die in this moment, and and he would say things that I thought we're going to get shot, we're going to get shot. Here we go, here it's going to (laughs) happen.
0: Can we can we talk about what I'm really really excited for? Hmm. The first press conference with Nate Diaz, Jose Aldo, and Frankie Edgar all turning against Conor McGregor. No, well you know what I
1: think they're not all going to turn against Conor McGregor. Frankie might not. I think I think Frankie doesn't talk. Jose Aldo is
0: already all over Twitter posting things about. Co- yeah, Terrible Jose things. Aldo's an idiot. Oh, jo- Jose
1: Aldo's an idiot. Conor McGregor will shut them down real fast, and I think Nate Diaz is going to talk crap on all three mm-hmm. of them. He's not going to corner. He's going to drop his F-bomb-laced comments and so say, excited. you're a pussy, too. You're a pussy, too. You're all – what? Nobody has room to talk and about you're And yeah. you're all on steroids. <laughs> and you're steroids. all on steroids. <laughs> Nate Diaz doesn't care, but I do think Frankie Edgar had some psychological effect at that time because I, I think he was hurt. But everything I've read about torn um, groins, groins, he probably at that point could have said, give me the belt shot. I'll go in there. But if because it was Connor, he didn't want to he wanted to be as 100 percent as possible. And to me, you said just barely and I got to I don't want to misquote you, but you were spot on when you're the champ. You bring them to you. And Connor's not doing a good job at that right now. You tell them to come to your arena, which to Connor should be 155. He the, should Connor never, belt. the Connor Bell. The Connor Bell. He should have and never taken a 170. But Frankie Edgar and Jose Aldo are not the champs. So you now have to go to their mm-hmm. world. And if he says, My world is right now, and you better come take it right now, you take it right now. And it's easy for me to say behind. Uh, microphone, you know, and I'm we got not the in door the locked too, Yeah. The yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in reality, knock, knock, knock. maybe it's because I'm a competitor. I have a really uh, a big issue with pride and arrogance, and I'm a competitor, but if an attorney told me, you come to my, and they were the known best, they said, "We'll come... F- Let's come do a trial against me. Let's see how good you are. Right now, this trial, I'm taking that trial. Would even if you, I don't feel would ready, would you
0: go up against the Manitowoc Police Department? I would. Oh, I, <laughs> Manitowoc? Yeah, <laughs> Manitowoc, yeah, those
1: guys, those guys are pretty tricky. <laughs> They're good, but I would go
0: after them. But, it's all technique. Yeah, I think Frankie, technique over strength. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think Frankie deserves to have to fight Jose, and Jose deserves to have to fight Frankie before they get a chance at Connor. And I'm I, de- I
2: mean, I, I don't hate the fight by any means. I just I think the narrative's ruined for the yeah. the possible Nate Connor rematch. Yeah, or, I agree.
1: I feel a, a, a Connor, build up.
2: Uh, yeah, I said Connor Nate, right? Yeah. yeah. But no, I was going to agree with you because I was thinking about this this week. How perfect Nate was as a compliment to Connor, and I didn't realize it in the same way. And you pretty much came to the same conclusion that I did. The Diaz brothers. Even when they lose, they think that they won. Yes. They're, they're a different. You cannot intimidate them, and you cannot you cannot make them think that they're going to lose. Or that when they say, "I know that I'm going to win," they legitimately know that. And they think, even after they've lost, clearly, they Nate, Nick Diaz, in your head, he's always won. I don't know what I need to do. I pressed it. I, got, I came in there. I did. Yeah. what. I, I mean, you know, sometimes I don't do that, and then they tell me that I've lost. I don't know what I need to do. Like, they always <laughs> think that they won. Yes,
1: yes, yes. And so,
2: like, he's never going to back down to Conor. No.
1: And that's why Connors finally met his match. Finally met his match. Because I can't think of anybody off of the uh, top of my head besides John Jones guys out of his league or out of his weight class that have that same mentality where they really don't i for the first time, I watched Connor's will break and i've and mm-hmm. that that did, it broke my heart a little bit, but he needed it to learn, and that's why I get what Connor's doing right now because it is it goes into the mentality that I've always loved and why i i just gravitate towards Connor, and it's his. If I don't fight him at 170, I won't be able to sleep. I can fight him at 155. Say I beat him at 155, I didn't prove anything at that point. I didn't prove anything to myself. I don't care what the world thinks, I care what I think. And until I beat him at 170, where he kicked my trash, I won't be able to sleep. And he is, he does have the UFC by the nuts. Yeah, he does. And so they said, You can have the fight because I agree with you as a logical. Uh, marketing that's stupid fight Mm -hmm. that's a dumb fight but the UFC is gonna say to their top promoter their top guy right now fine you can have the fight to make it happy I think Conor's gonna win I'm putting it on record right now I do think Conor's gonna win I'm still more hesitant than I've ever than I've ever not as much as last time I told one of my buddies when he asked me who would you bet on in this fight and I said with the Vegas odds I hate saying this because Conor is my idol in UFC but I'd bet on Nate Diaz I'd bet on Nate Diaz in this fight and as it happened i just
0: thought i is this they, the diaz brothers are no joke no nope, no and there's too many there's too many variable too many variables changed at the same time with weight and with conditioning and all kinds of things timing change of opponent all of those things um we're not going to get into the mma uh union stuff today we'll have to have you back on to talk about that
1: i would love to um but i talk too much you get two smiths on
0: you're in trouble no you're all right the one thing i want to talk about and i know carson will agree with me is how passed over frankie edgar has been so frankie edgar beats bj penn bj penn gets an immediate rematch because they feel that he didn't do enough and it was bj penn and no one beats bj penn he beats bj penn again then well first he had to fight gray might and then he had to fight he had to fight Gray Maynard twice first, yeah. in order to even get the BJ pen right, and no, then he he beat- just once. He he fought Gray Maynard, lost, no, because then- there was a no contest, the, the no, the no, no, draw, no, they
2: they fought once and he lost. And then it was Gray Maynard, BJ Penn. And then Gray Maynard pulled out, if I remember right. Yeah, and, then and so Frankie then he went and fought BJ Penn. They told him it was a fluke. He went and fought BJ Penn again. And then he beat him more handedly that time. Mm-hmm. Then they fought Gray Maynard for the title and while Frankie up, had it. And he knocked And out. it was a no contest. That's what it was. And then, so at that time, WEC was coming in. And they were going to set up that champion, which at the time was Anthony, Anthony Pettis. And they were going to put him against whoever won that match. And since nobody won, they delayed that. He went and lost to
0: Clay Guida. Meantime, They go back and rematch, knocks
2: him out in the fourth round. Yeah, so
0: he had to fight Gray Maynard twice. Then he had to fight Ben Henderson twice, Mm -hmm. and he got the the rematch because he said, I've had to give everybody else these rematches. Give me the rematch. Then he drops to a lower division, and he ends up having to fight Jose Aldo, and I think he did enough to win that fight, but I'm also a Frankie Edgar guy, so I'm interested to see this again. It is going to go five rounds most likely, unless Jose Aldo's got some kind of brain injury now after his last fight. Um, and I think that's why the UFC is not really pushing it because they know it's going to go five rounds, and a lot of people don't want to see that. But it's going to be a slugfest for five rounds. The first fight was absolutely awesome. But that's why I feel bad for guys like Frankie Edgar where he's done nothing but do exactly what he's supposed to and won or become very close to winning, and yet because he's not vocal, he gets passed up almost every single time.
1: I think, Carson, I agree with you, and one thing that I will always remember is there's a press conference conference and they had all of the UFC fighters. And it's when Daniel Cerrone. Right and I'll hurry with this. It was when, when Daniel Cerrone started, or Conor McGregor started talking trash to Jose Aldo. And Daniel Daniel Cerrone started speaking up. And there was this, like, everybody against Conor McGregor because he's saying, I'm the money. You guys are, uh, Donald, I'd beat you. You're like a stiff, whatever the stiff board out there. I would mm-hmm. dance around you and beat you, blah, 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 blah. And something I realized that Frankie Edgar is a victim of his own personality. I'm watching this and seeing these these select fighters just go at it. Chad Mendes speaks up and says the dumbest things I've ever heard that don't even make sense. He needs to take a class in trash talking. But then all of a sudden when it's all done, it pans out and there's about 20 fighters up there. And sitting up there with them is Frankie Edgar. He didn't say one word the whole time. And as much as... His fighting could do the talking. I agree. If there's anybody that I would want uh, Connor to fight at 145, it's Frankie. Frankie finally should get it. I agree with that. He should have fought him when they had a chance if it wasn't hurt as bad as... I mean, I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but... Frankie should have stepped up anyways because everybody would have loved. Uh, yeah, I'm not a doctor, but I do play one on TV. <laughs> uh, but Frankie had a chance. I mean, there's some reasons he could have, but Frankie's just quiet. Mm-hmm. He's not what the UFC wants. He's, he is, but he isn't. He is because he fights and he's technically sound. And he is what true fight uh, fans love him. Mm-hmm. Like, you're a true fight fan. You love Frankie because he's technically sound. He's tough as nails. His will is one of the hardest to break. But those – but you're always going to buy the fight card, or you're always going to watch the fight card. I'll always watch the fight card, but the UFC has to branch out, and Frankie Egger is one of the worst promoters in the sport. He just is not him, and there's nothing wrong with it, but he's him. I mean, even Chad Mendez, who I think is a horrible... He just says dumb things, uh, can promote himself more, and Frankie gets passed up because they they can't sell... They, Maybe they can. I don't know the numbers behind Frankie's fights, but you can't sit him down with Conor McGregor and That's say, trash That's what they used to say about Nate talk. Diaz,
0: though, too, is that Nate Diaz didn't sell. Mm. Well,
1: Nate Diaz always talked. Nate Diaz was flipping people off as he put them in a triangle hold. Nate Diaz sells. Nate Diaz is always. I think he would always. I think he would sell in the fact that they would fight. You would have a. What was it? Was it Strike Not Strike Force? What's the one where the brothers? The both the brothers got a fight in the cage. Strike Force. Strike. No, force. no not
0: Strike. Uh, Elite XC.
1: Elite XC. I mean, they're they're doing their own publicity, and yeah. it's the kind where you're shaking your head. But the UFC knows that people are like, oh yeah, now as soon as. As soon as they put Nate on the card, I knew Nate wouldn't know how to talk back in an intellectual way to Conor, but he would know, but he would talk back and you'd say, F you, F this, F the world, F everybody, you're on steroids and you had sex with your own mom. You know, dumb things are like, what is he talking about? But that's the best part is because Nate thinks he's talking trash like a champ. You know, in his mind, (laughs) he is the Muhammad Ali of the UFC, I'm sure. But uh, I love Nate Diaz, Frank? man. Yeah, Some I, of the interviews he's
0: done since that oh, yeah. fight are amazing. I'm glad you finally converted. his child. Yes. Oh, no, I never had I never, I you had never liked issue. the Diaz brothers. No, you always told me they were thugs. No, that's untrue. No, that, that is, is 100% untrue. true. I said I have nothing against it because... No, that
2: is not true. To, to me, they seem like you, thugs,
0: but they're supposed <sighs> to be the nicest people in the world. And I told the story that he told me about his buddy selling door-to-door and running Last into the Diaz and having no idea yeah. who he was. We're talking about
2: years now. Like I'm glad that you finally converted after hearing that story because you would always tell me you didn't like the Diaz brothers. After that
0: story, which that story was like two and Years
2: ago. Well, you haven't been telling me that story for the last two and a half years, yeah. and all if, my impression was is podcast, that you didn't like the DM. If it's brothers. not on the podcast, it, it is right exist. now. It is I'm now. saying it right now. <laughs> he recorded it. He's got it now. <laughs> Everybody, Dia- Justin hated the Diaz brothers, and yeah. I've always been promoting them. And
1: Justin hated Conor McGregor, too. Yeah,
0: like, I did, yeah, yeah, I did yeah. as well, to be I, clear. And Justin's okay never said him. he didn't eat babies.
2: <laughs> which,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, good yeah. Point. Last I year, just, Justin <laughs>
2: said he was 27. This year, he says he's 28 yeah. or 29, <laughs> which, is, which it? is it, Justin? I'm 29 now. Yeah, yeah 28, 29, yeah. <laughs> anyway, which is
0: it, Justin? <laughs> let's, talk, let's talk the three heavyweight fights for this card coming up on the 10th. Wait, and then, I cut Carson off oh, before he
1: could talk about Frankie Edgar, by the way.
0: My. I went
1: off on like a twenty minute rant, and you were going to talk about why you think Frankie Edgar is the most passed up fighter. Oh no, I
2: think we we've pretty much covered that. Yeah. I, I I pretty much what Justin said. Um, no, I I don't think he's necessarily the most passed up. I just think that he's been in it long enough, and he's been given enough promises. And I think he honestly he's a belt fighter. The belt does mean the world to him, like mm-hmm. it does to Daniel, and he is willing to put himself through hell to get it. Um, and I think that he wasn't going to go in there being not 100% because he doesn't know what his next chance is, yeah. you know. And I, if he ever I don't, gets another one, yeah, I, I think he might have legitimately been injured because I don't know him to ever not fight.
1: I agree with that. I agree. I just like giving Justin a hard time. I he always <laughs> and he fights her, and he and he's one of the few that I've never seen his will break. No, like well, when like we saw Bobby it, Lawler in the UFC, now, yeah, you and, just don't see it
2: break. And we did see what the what boxing can do against Conor, and he can eat punches just like Conor. It, granted, it's at a different way. It, like, I don't... If Conor gets a shot on Frankie, I'm not saying that Frankie's not going to go to sleep, but we've seen Frankie take a high percentage of damage. Just, he's pretty much the same archetype that Conor McGregor, or excuse me, Nate Diaz is, minus the jujitsu. jitsu I don't know if he has... And
1: the reach. Yeah, he's
2: not as long, So and that factors into jiu-jitsu and his, and his uh, stand-up. But I think that as far as like a boxer goes that knows how to work... Um, different angles, knows how to get in and out. I think Frankie has a lot of problems for Connor and he can take a lot of, a lot of Punishment.
0: damage. I agree. Ben Rothwell, junior dos Santos. So Jordan, Last week said Junior Dos Santos was going to win this. Well, this he, said, exact-
2: he said because he's this guy.
0: <laughs>
2: I don't know if that was from an analysis standpoint. He said he really likes yeah. him as a guy.
0: I don't know if want well, he trained with him. I don't know if you. Don't, can yeah. go, I don't know if you can bet against Ben Rothwell right now. I would because everyone has <laughs> and everyone will continue. I, mean, I will I will bet against Ben every fight and lose my
1: money. Yeah, I can't stand that guy either. Well, he's a good guy.
0: He I seems like him, a sweetheart. I
1: remember when he, I, I shouldn't have said I can't stand him. Did you, I remember when he first tried to be a promoter. Did you guys see that when he's like, when when he's uh, doing I am not? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thought, this is not the WWF. If you're not that promoter, don't force it. And he quit doing that, though, like that. But he he does he's, but he's like, overlooked
0: at the, the the unstoppable press conference. Someone asked him a question. And he was like, "Thank you so much for asking me a question. Like I really appreciate you acknowledging my." Yeah, I was very existence. upset for
2: them wasting that question on him. I was real <laughs> upset.
0: I'm actually more on Carson's side on this one for sure. <laughs> if he didn't look like he was a corpse in the ring, I think it would be a lot different. He, he's the new Tim Sylvia. Listen, <laughs> listen. I would be
2: totally down. I've said this before. I would be down for larping with him, but I do <laughs> yes. not want to watch him play. Lightning bolt! <laughs> Lightning bolt! Yeah. yeah, that's what I want to see him doing. I don't. I don't. We could play. We could play World of Warcraft together. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I bet agree. you. I bet you. His. His. Paladin. I don't even know. I was going to make a joke and I just failed. Sorry, about the Warcraft fans.
2: No. uh... Dos Santos, to answer your question.
0: Dos Santos. All uh, right. Derek Lewis versus Gabriel Gonzaga. Derek Lewis coming in off of uh, somewhat short notice to cover for the fighter that was there before. I don't even know who it was. Derek Lewis just had a KO. Um, he's the one that laid on the ring and started pounding on it, and everyone was like, oh, I think he's going to break the ring. He was hitting it so hard. So Derek Lewis is up and coming. He lost to, uh, I believe, he lost to Roholt. Roholt? The guy that just got shot? Yeah. I think he actually lost, so he's been knocked out twice and lost two decisions. So what do you think? Gabriel Gonzaga or uh, Derek Lewis?
1: I'm going to go Derek Lewis only because Gabriel steps up for the big fights, but the guys that people don't quite know usually gets bombed on. Uh, but I could be wrong.
0: So Derek Lewis, his two losses are to Sean Jordan, who's hit and miss, and Matt Mitrione, who's now in Bellator. So not are, definitely run-of-the-mill run mid-tier fighters. Who's he beat? He has beat, he so he just beat um, Damien Grabowski, Victor Pesta, Ron Potts. So it looks like he's, and he's beat Jared Ro- Rocholt. So it looks like he's welcoming in a lot of fighters into the UFC. So this is a big fight for him. I think he wins it, and I think it's a step up. Gabriel Gonzaga has been at, hasn't been himself in a long time. And Derek Lewis is just way too big for Gabriel Gonzaga to try and wrestle or or grapple with the entire time
2: and this is what i have a problem with is like i'm still like i feel like now i'm an old ufc fan and like i'll always take the old over the new and that's why i, I pick so many wrong fights but that doesn't mean i'm gonna stop now just because i've been wrong in the past i'm going gabriel gonzaga <laughs> G- like gabriel it. gonzaga stick with
0: it I all like right it. so let's look at gabriel gonzaga his that's last my- fight was constantine Arokin. he lost to Krokop, matt mitrion Stepe, all in a row beat sean jordan and Dave Herman and lost to Travis Brown. Oh, <laughs> is he still in the he UFC? He lost the British. but like no, He got cut, and he? then he brought he got brought back in on a short notice fight. And I think he won the short notice fight, and so they kept him in. Nice. Yeah, he's a he, he's <laughs> a perennial man. He just <laughs> stays around. Um,
2: that deep heavyweight division, they got go to go back to people radically. that they cut on huh? Travis.
0: Travis.
1: I I, I, I want to say something real quick on that, and I will be quiet. I don't think you and Travis are that far off, by the way. And and agreeing on the heavyweight. And I hope Travis hears this. Because when I was listening to you guys talk about that. I get what Travis is saying. And I get what you're saying, Carson. And I really don't think you disagree as much as you think you do. Your argument, Carson, is spot on. There's no talent in the heavyweights. And Travis is, is that heavyweight champs are the baddest dudes in the world. Which it should be that way. If you look at boxing, one of the reasons they're falling is they don't have the Mike Tyson anymore. So I think if they finally had that freak of nature that can actually fight with that size, which the problem is, is they all go play NFL football. They don't go to the UFC, so it will take a while to get to them. Uh, I mean, how many NFL football players with their sheer athleticism, if they would have trained in boxing and wrestling growing up, could be freaks of nature. I think once we get that guy, and I don't think it's anywhere close. I think we've got some years to go because the NFL is still more enticing. Then we will have the baddest, best promoted guy you could ever have.
2: I don't think MMA is built for bigger guys.
1: It's harder. I agree it's, with that.
2: It, uh, it's not to say that it can't be compelling and exciting. I don't think that it's a sport that's built for bigger guys. There's too much. There's too many variables. Like in in uh, conditioning, I think factors in a lot more than it does in, in boxing, in different ways. Like I'm not trying to say that boxers aren't conditioned. They're way more in shape than I am. But it's different. Having to be like worrying about having like a wide stance defending takedowns as opposed to like just throwing arms right and uh, i i don't th- I don't think it ever gets to the point where it's as big in the uFC as it is boxing and everybody's everybody's uh argument for it is Brock Lesnar but Brock Lesnar came from a he was a freak different athlete, back- yeah. and he came from a different background where he already had a fan base. Because um, I was arguing with Travis the other day, and I was like, all right, we'll then put the Mountain from Game of Thrones up against Bradshaw or something like that, who are like 435 pounds. If it is just about the baddest man in size, put the metric strongest man on that are 435 pounds, just pure muscle, and have them fight each other, if it, if that's really what it is. And again, we're in different places, right? And I, And I do like the heavyweights. I don't want it to go away. But I don't think it's ever going to be
0: as important as it was in boxing. I think one of the things is is you have a 265 pound guy in the NFL, and all he needs to do is run a, a 4.540, which is incredibly Unreal. fast. Yeah, I can I've never been able to do that in my entire life. Um, and then actually converting that over to him doing that for. 15 to 25 minutes and I think that's rough I think if you can do that for 15 to 25 minutes being able to keep on 265 pounds is going to be really hard
1: well I think we just I agree with all of everything you're saying but Mike Tyson I mean those guys don't they don't come around often so they are a once in a lifetime type of person so all I'm saying is when that freak of nature when that LeBron James that's six nine but plays point guard and center shows up I think they still, they will steal the spotlight. I do. I think John when, Jones if, or Brock Lesnar. I know we go back to that. If Brock Lesnar, because he was a, a wrestling phenom, that's the only reason he could do anything in the Ooh. UFC was that he really did have a wrestling background. He couldn't throw a punch if his life de- <sighs> depended on it, right? And then he'd get in there and guys would just pick him apart like Cain Velasquez when they couldn't. But Brock Lesnar, if he could box and he got in there and he could box, you're not going to even need to go that far. How many times did Mike Tyson go out of the first round? And eventually it would ha- it's going to have to happen, but I think Travis's point is when that heavyweight shows up, they're going to be more technically, and they're not there, and they may never, Carson, you're right, they may never show up. But if there's a J.J. Watt guy, a 6'6", 280-pound dude, or 260-pound dude that shows up, a, a Rob Gronkowski that shows up that's 6'6", 260 Right, And he shows up, and he actually has some conditioning cardio, but not just that, but he was trained in wrestling and boxing and can throw like Mike Tyson could throw. That guy is who the UFC will grab if it ever happens. Maybe I'm talking fairy dust, as you were teasing earlier. (laughs) Uh, talking fairy tales. That guy may never show up. He may not. And he's not going to show up until they
0: can pay him $25 million a year.
1: Yeah, but if he does... And I mean, he is the he is their guy. Conor McGregor is now a thing of the past, in my opinion, because there's this monster of a man that's running. I mean, who can beat him? John Jones, bring it on! You know, he's like, bring John Jones up. Let's see what happens. That's the guy we're talking about. And there's not that guy's not there. I I,
2: agree. I just go back to what what uh, Jordan said last week. Do you remember what he said? He weighed in college. Oh, 235, right? 245. Yeah, 245. When he was and playing we're, linebacker. Where did he
0: end up fighting? 170.
2: Yeah, no, yeah. I... And, that and it's it's just not... It's a sport that's not built for bigger guys, I feel like. And if maybe we do get... And I'm not saying that it's not going to be, again, compelling or exciting or technical. It's just I don't think ever going to be as compelling as boxing was. And boxing was amazing. Yeah, But I... I, I and I could be wrong. And I, I would be totally fine with being wrong. Like, if we get to Alistair Overeem Brock Lesnar's again that are very technically sound and they they're, they're good at selling fights and everything I mean let's do it like, that I fight, fight sells
0: itself man just put those guys on a screen and everyone's going to want to watch them fight
1: at first but yeah. I agree you can lose fans too if yeah. they get up there and they don't perform then the, it goes. will happen exactly what you're saying everybody's going to get pissed
0: so if- going going on with that I'm going to say one thing and then I've got a question for you so one guy to watch on this card is Francis Neganow I don't know how exactly it's pronounced He's from France. He's six and one. He hasn't lost since being that was in the racist, UFC. By the way, um, this dude's a monster. Two fifty, twenty nine. I mean, if you look at his, just look at this dude's picture. He's two fifty. Oh. Yeah, and if you watch any of his old fights, he just runs through everybody. So anyway, how old is he though? Uh, twenty nine. See, Mike so he's Tyson five, six came years up as a kid, yeah.
1: man. He was beating people up at seventeen years old in the ring. So Heavyweights
2: it, in the UFC are an old man sport, though. Yeah,
1: no, I, but that's when—that's what I'm saying—is the difference is—is is it's when it's no longer an old man sport is the day we see that kid that comes up and he was bred to be what he is, like Mike Tyson was bred to be that fighter after they found him beating kid old people up in the streets at 14. So that's what I mean. But I, will it ever happen? I mean, we haven't found another Mike Tyson since then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. right. And Muhammad, before him, in, in reality, was, it, was, it was Muhammad Ali that was the biggest name. Even in the glory years, it was – I mean, we had Foreman in them, but they don't come around very often. And I, I think you're right. People just don't come out that size, period. Like those guys aren't – they go to the NFL because they're not common. So to have one that not only is a brute – Physical guy that you never really have of a 6'4, 260 pound guy. How many of those guys do you see out there? You don't. Mm -hmm. You don't see them. And then mix that with training his whole life and being having cardio, just a natural freak of cardio. We may be 60 years old by the time that guy shows up. But I do, but
2: who knows? If a guy can go through the heavyweight division with a clean record. It's more impressive than anywhere else because everybody's so strong. If you can go
0: undefeated, yeah, in the heavyweight division, you're you're a phenom.
1: Well, mm-hmm. and, and the knockout power is just there. So if you're not technically super, super sound, yeah, if you're not the first one, like Mike Tyson, would be the first one to knock you out. I and mean, when I watch Mike Tyson's fights, he was a freak of nature. He just th- so fast with so much power, and he just knock them out before they had a chance to even come at him. And with smaller gloves. It's even more of a will it happen. So I do agree with what you're saying. I'm just... I hope... I think I'm with Travis where I pray the day comes that we have that guy. I want to just see it happen. So
0: the most important question of the entire day. Having this next card in Zagreb or whatever. Having more than half of the card or at least half of the card being heavyweights. Do you take the over or under of this being the longest UFC card in running history? Since Denver? Since Denver. It will be the longest. Um... The, I, I actually mean, don't think
2: it's going to be that bad. I think we're, we're going to see a finish. usually gets
0: finished in the first. I think we're going to see a finish with Ben Rothwell, Dos Santos. Um, I think. When's the last time Rothwell went down though for my uh,
2: TKO? Do you know? I don't think. I don't, I, I'm not saying he's going to. I mean, I am saying he's going to lose, um, but he could just as easily get a pain choke.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> or mm-hmm. uh, whatever the Go-go plata. Whatever. that. No, he's not going to do a go-go plata. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is not going to happen. What's the, the go-go choke? Sorry. Um, but uh, he, yeah, I don't know. I think that either of those guys are capable of finishing the fight, as they've, have they both shown. And then uh, we got,
0: this picks up everything, doesn't? Yeah, it? we got the puppy upstairs.
2: We might. So not. anyway, so well, and we then might not. Gonzaga, I think that that fight could finish. I don't think it's gonna be that bad. Denver was awful, but. You know all right over or under Sean I go under sorry uh
1: I'll go over I'm gonna go over I, I agree with Carson on the fact that uh where they're not there yet and they're the boring if they get out of the first round I just want to turn the turn the channel I agree with that
0: I'll take I'll, I will take the under just because I don't see Ben rothwell Junior dos Santos going all three I don't see Francis's fight going all three and I don't see Derek Lewis's and that's the, more or less the main card however there's a good chance of this going. A really long time. Ben Rothwell has been knocked out four times. Maybe not knocked out, but TKO KO'd four times out of his nine One losses. Of Kane. That's when he got him up against Oh, the yeah, bench. that's right. just pummeled him. And so that. That's it. Um, we didn't get into MMA Unions. We'll have Sean back on to talk yeah. at another time. We had a great discussion. That's good because I, uh, I can research it him. Oh, trust me, yeah,
1: I want to do a lot more research after looking into it.
0: Yeah, great discussion. Any Anything else you guys are excited for in the UFC landscape
1: to finish up? Um, last thing, GSP is going to be on the 200 card too, I think. Yeah.
0: Does he fight Lawler for the belt or does he fight...
1: He either fights Lola for the belt or they pair him up against Anderson Silva.
0: Is
2: Ronda does Ronda Rousey come back? They still need a Canadian on it. No, yeah. she said she said today, I think November, December.
0: Okay. And I didn't know that. Yeah, I I, I just barely saw it. So Holly Home Mishtay two? Um I wish. That's what I would rather have. I think Paige Van Zandt, depending on Dancing with the Stars, and I put this out there on Twitter that I think that she's on it depending on her contract.
2: They need they need a Canadian. That's what they're. That's the only thing that they're lacking right now, right? They've got all the other things that we needed, that we had as a checklist. They've pretty much
0: got all of them. Yeah, yeah. they've got a. Uh, there's an Asian fighter on there that they just put on there. I knew that you had that Tor- list. Tor- I saw it. Gomi. Tor- no, yeah, Gomi. Gomi, Gomi. Yeah. Romi, Gomi yeah. who hasn't been good in years, but is a big selling name in the Asian demographic. And yep. you got Sage on there too. And Sage, Super Sage. So no Versus Marin. There, there's the definitely things murder. they can do. So we know it's not Ronda <laughs> Rousey. I think Paige Van Zant's going to be on there. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting. Let us know. T- uh, tweet at us what you think the, the next card's going to be. Thanks, Sean, for being on once Thanks, again. We'll come again. Uh, we'll probably before the end of this month, I would guess because MMA unions we're going to get into. Remember to subscribe, follow us at One Speed MMA on Twitter, and tweet at us. We love having conversations with you guys. Thanks again for tuning in. Bye-bye. Bye bye Bye-bye, bye bye guys.
2: Bye-bye. <laughs> Unleash
0: the hound!